probably seen the commercials. Maybe you've read a story about it, but we know that there is violence against healthcare workers and it is increasing, particularly in our hospitals. So how bad is the situation right now? Well, the provincial government has hired security guards, right, to have an increased presence at hospitals around the province. But will that solve the issue? What is going to help out here? So joining us now to talk more about this is Mina Broussard, who's the Secretary Business Manager for the Hospital Employees Union. Mina, thank you very much for being here. Good morning, Simi. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for being here to talk about this. This is an important story. Now, you are in the Surrey area there. How bad is the situation in Surrey hospitals? Well, Surrey is the fastest growing city dealing with a lack of mental health support, housing insecurity, and the poison a drug crisis, which all spill into the hospitals. And what we're seeing is a large number of code whites, and that's a serious flag that healthcare workers need additional support when dealing with violent uh, incidents. And all healthcare workers deserve a safe workplace, and all patients and public, uh, they should all feel safe when visiting our hospitals, and that's really not the case right now. Okay, and what is a code white? Maybe you could explain that to people. Well, code white is used in many healthcare facilities, especially our hospitals, to really alert staff that there's a real or perceived threat of violence, uh, which includes aggressive or responsive behavior. So it's pretty much all hands on deck that there could be a violent incident. And are we seeing more of those then? And what type of incidents are we talking about here? We're talking about everything from verbal assault, from kicking, from biting, from punching, to to physical assault. So it's a variety uh, of different types of uh, physical violence that we're seeing, um, and we're seeing uh, from our we're hearing from our members that uh, it is increasing. But we also believe that it's still very underreported because it appears that it happens on a daily occurrence, and and healthcare workers simply just aren't reporting every single incident. What about the increase in security? I thought that was supposed to help. Well, a lot of them aren't uh, on the ground yet, so they're still going through their training. But we really do support uh, the ministry's uh, recent plans to to hire 320 in-house protection service officers who are trained in trauma-informed practices. And that's really, really important. So they're going to receive training uh, for trauma-informed practice to acquire the necessary knowledge and skill and language uh, to apply a trauma-informed lens in the interactions with patients, uh, with families, with clients, and with colleagues. So I think it's a very important move. And we see these protection service officers already on Vancouver Island, and they really are uh, helping out uh, in de-escalating some of these uh, violent situations. Yeah, are these patients then, Mina, who come for treatment or perhaps just need more than what they can get at that moment in the hospital? It could be patients, but we have to realize that many people coming into our hospitals are having some of the worst days of their lives, and they may be dealing with trauma, with pain or loss, or with mental health challenges or addiction. So it could be patients uh, or their families. Right. Okay. And so are, do nurses, do healthcare workers get training to deal with these kinds of situations? They do get training. Um, but again, with these protection service officers, um, there is going to be that additional training. And it's really significant that these uh, protection service officers will be integrated into the healthcare team as in-house employees. And that means that there will be a more cohesive approach to addressing potentially violent uh, situations with the current training that our healthcare workers do receive. And what are healthcare workers telling you? I mean, this must be really disheartening dealing with these situations. 
Well, it is. And we have to remember that healthcare workers have shouldered the weight of the pandemic for almost three years, and it's really taken a toll. And recently, um, in the last year, we, we um, polled our members and three quarters have experienced like pandemic related burnout and one in three reports are not getting the adequate mental health supports in the workplace. So we really need to ensure that workers who are struggling with the impact of work related violence with work related trauma and stress can access improved mental health supports, not just today, but in the months and years ahead. Right. Because this, this security guard presence, do you think that's the answer? Well, it's a start, but uh, there's uh, a lot of other things that we can do. We really need to deal with recruitment and retention to make sure that we have more healthcare workers on the ground. Uh, we just uh, concluded a round of negotiations with um, the healthcare employers and the provincial government, and we were able to, you know, negotiate some significant provisions. That uh, one is providing um, prevention uh, refresher training. Another is really important is to that our healthcare workers will have input on care planning for an aggressive patient or resident so we can prepare in advance to to make sure that we have the adequate supports in place uh, for aggressive uh, patients or residents. Right. So this just sounds like ongoing. How can people help, though? Meaning, like when we hear the story and we see the ad campaigns, we see all about it. What can the public do? I think um, patients and uh, their families uh, visiting uh, acute uh, care facilities or long-term care or assisted living really just need to be mindful of the situation, the stress and struggles that healthcare workers are, are going through. And, uh, and then write to your MLAs, write to the Minister of Health and make sure that we have the adequate supports, the, the proper staffing levels and make sure that workloads are manageable for all healthcare workers. All right, Mina, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Amy. Appreciate that. Mina Broussard is the Secretary Business Manager for the Hospital Employees Union. Uh, They are still having problems with violence against healthcare workers. Uh, The number of code whites has gone way up. So the TIE has been doing some good work on this and and they looked at some of the data here and they found that the Fraser Health Authority issued a record-breaking number of these code whites across their 14 facilities last year. And maybe more, there's more awareness about this, but as Mina points out, there's probably also a lot more cases that don't even get reported.